0: Grace be unto you and peace, peace from God our Father and and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ, amen. This is the time of year when many Christians will stand before the altar of the Lord and promise that they would continue to remain faithful to Jesus and the truths of his holy word rather than fall away and that they would be even willing to die than become unfaithful to the savior last month 23 young members of our congregation made that vow on their confirmation day as well as two other adults and this morning in the 10:30 service four more people are going to pledge their undying loyalty to Jesus and that they will not, by God's grace, fall away from him. In fact, they would rather die than do so. And, and, and why wouldn't they, why wouldn't we make that promise to the one who has made this promise to us when he said, be faithful unto the point of death and I will give you the crown of life. Well, in God's word this morning, in that first reading, we hear about a man who was called upon by the Lord to lay down his life for the truth of the gospel. His name was Stephen. And as we look at the account of Stephen dying for the faith, we can learn some important truths about our faithfulness to the Lord as well. And so, as we look at this account, let's be reminded that that in our life as followers of Jesus, there will be many opportunities for us to confess the truths of God's Word, even in the hour of death. That there will also be opportunity for us to pray for others, even those who would do us harm. And there's also that privilege and that joy that on the basis of Jesus' promise, one day like Stephen, we are going to see not only the glory of heaven, but also we're going to see our Savior face to face. Do you remember the account of Stephen? Stephen was one of those deacons chosen by the early Christian church to help distribute food equitably among both Jewish and non-Jewish widows who were members of the congregation in Jerusalem. And Stephen was chosen for this ministry of Christian giving, you could say, or charity, because he was a man of faith and full of the Holy Spirit. But Stephen not only distributed food to the needy, he also distributed the Word of God to those who needed a Savior. And it was his preaching of the Word of God that got him into trouble with the Jews who had rejected Jesus and who were trying to stop the spread of the gospel message. Because they could not silence Stephen, because his preaching and teaching were so powerful, they put him on trial in many ways just like they put Jesus on trial. And they brought false accusations against him. Accusations that somehow he was trying to destroy the teaching of Moses, which wasn't true at all, and even trying to destroy the temple in Jerusalem. But while Stephen was on trial, something amazing happened. Being filled with the Holy Spirit, he was allowed to see the glory of heaven, and Jesus And when he told that to those Jewish leaders, that's all they could take. They covered their ears. They shouted at the top of their voices. They rushed at Stephen. They hauled him outside, and they began to stone him to death. Here was a man, you could say in the hour of death, who was not afraid to die for Jesus, but by the grace of God, he made a bold confession about the Savior that all people need. Now whenever we as Christians witness other people confessing publicly their faith in Jesus and promising him their undying loyalty, that that warms our heart, that brings joy to us as we see again the power of the gospel working in the hearts and lives of other people. But not everybody in the world is happy when that happens. Just like at the time of Stephen, even today in our world, there are those who would like to silence the gospel message and put an end to the Christian church in any way that they can. And so there will be times when you and I will meet opposition to the things that that you and I know by God's grace to be true, And we want to be faithful not only in hearing God's word, but also in living that word and sharing that word. But we shouldn't be surprised in any opposition. Because Jesus once told his disciples, if they hated me, they are going to hate you. So don't be surprised, but expect it. But also remember this. Jesus said, whoever confesses me before men, I will confess before my Father in heaven. And for that very reason then, you and I will want to look at every situation in life and in every relationship that we have as an opportunity for us to confess our faith, to share the good news about Jesus because he's the Savior that everybody needs even those who don't know it or don't believe it they need to hear it so may god keep all of us faithful to the promise that we made to him that we will remain faithful to jesus all the days of our life that we will hold true to his word and may by his grace he keep us faithful to that vow even if some day we may suffer for that. Yes, even if we were to die for that. But as we see this account of Stephen dying for the faith, we also see something else. We see that just like our Savior, he prayed for those who were putting him to death. Luke writes, While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And then he fell on his knees and he cried out, Lord, do not hold this against them. During his ministry on this earth, Jesus prayed often. And perhaps the most astounding prayer he offered was the prayer that he offered for those Roman soldiers while they were pounding the nails into his hands and feet as they crucified him. He looked at those who were murdering him, and he prayed, Father, Forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. What amazing love Jesus had for all sinners, even his enemies, even those who were putting him to death. Now, following our Lord's example, we see that Stephen did the same thing for those who were putting him to death. And we ask, how could he do that? Well, having tasted of God's forgiving love, Stephen wanted to offer the greatest gift to those who were putting him to death, the gift of God's love through the forgiveness of sins. And so while he was dying, he prayed, Father, do not hold this against them. Now when it comes to our prayer life as Christians, we also have promised to be faithful to our Lord when it comes to that. And so we ask, Lord, help me to continue to be faithful in my prayer life as I I pray for the things that I need, as I pray for the ones I love and those who love me. But it's also our joy and our privilege to pray for those who would oppose the Christian faith, who would want to do us harm. Yes, even our enemies. You see, the temptation of our sinful nature that still clings to us is to raise our hand to strike back in revenge at those who would do us harm, rather than than, than fold them in prayer, asking that God would bless them and even forgive them. You see, Jesus tells us, and Stephen's actions show us that's not the way of love. To strike back at our enemies. Jesus told us, his disciples, to pray for all, even the enemies that they had, and we want to do the same. Yes, we are many times, I think, faithful in praying for the things that we need and for the people that we love. But let us also be faithful in praying for the enemies of the gospel that they stop their opposition and that by the grace of God, they too see that Jesus is the friend of every sinner. And then, and finally, being faithful to Jesus means holding on to the promise of heaven. Why do you suppose the Lord allowed Stephen to see the glory of heaven and Jesus in heaven just before he died? Uh, The opening hymn that we sang, I think, kind of gives us a little clue. We don't know for sure. God hasn't told us. But perhaps maybe God allowed that because he wanted to strengthen Stephen for that moment of death. And, Dear friends, you and I need to be strengthened in that promise that we too will go to heaven when we die. And that's what this account of Stephen's death does for us. It strengthens us in the Christian truth That death is only a sleep from which Jesus will awaken us so that body and soul we can live in the glory of heaven and see Jesus and his angels in all of that glory. And why do we need to be strengthened in that promise? Well, you and I know it's because you and I don't often keep our promises. In other words, if our salvation of our eternal life depends upon how faithful we are in the promises that we make to other people or how faithful we are in the promises that we make to God, especially on our confirmation day, then you and I would have no certainty of heaven. In fact, I can say that you and I would have no hope of heaven. If salvation depended upon us, you and I would, would be lost but our salvation does not depend upon the promises that we make to God our salvation depends upon the promises that God has made to us and God has and he will keep every promise he makes to us especially that promise that he will forgive all of our sins yes even the times when we fail to keep our promises to others and our promises to Him, and also our failure to pray for our enemies. Since Jesus does not lie, and since Jesus does not waver in His promises, we can also trust His promise that those who believe in Jesus will enter heaven when they die, And they too will see Jesus with their own eyes just like Stephen did in his death. Perhaps you already know this. Maybe not. Did you know that the name Stephen comes from a Greek word that means crown? That's what the name Stephen means, crown. And how fitting that the very man who laid down his life for the sake of Jesus, is now in heaven and crowned with glory and everlasting life. Well, the good news, dear friends, is this, that one day, through faith in Jesus alone, you and I will all be Stevens, because in heaven, we will be crowned with everlasting life too. Amen. Please stand. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding shall keep our hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen. Let's now join together in confessing the truths of the Christian faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed.